up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break, full show today. Robin Washington to talk about all things Nebraska ball recruiting and maybe the lack thereof on some things recently for Nebraska hoops. Stuff going on though. Yeah, there are some things going on. Uh, how are you today? Good morning. Uh, I'm just fine. Can Thanks. I say something real quick? I'm, sure. I'm going to. Uh, last night at Golf League at Woodland Hills for us was maybe one of the nicest nights I've ever had at Golf League in terms of weather. I know you hate weather talk. That's why I said I was going to do it anyways. It, it was unbelievable. Okay. There was, there was like two miles per hour wind last night. Yeah, it was And it was nice. perfect temp. Yeah. So I was in a great no, mood. No, you're fine. How did you shoot? Uh, I, 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 okay, I, I shot one over. Respectable. Not where I need. In, a, in a conditions like that, I got to be under par. And I just, I'm still... Off. Okay. Well, there not you go. quite on. A little bit of a funk still. Good crowd out there. Oh yeah, packed course, front nine or back nine with the guys. Front nine with ladies last night. Really? Not ticket league ladies, but oh. different league. Oh. But it was packed golf course. Good for a Monday night. Look at over there. Yeah, Gus Gus uh, walks in today with a hoodie on, with the hood up, because he got himself sunburnt while painting yesterday. Is that right? He was painting houses. You got to put sunscreen on, Gus. He looks like Beavis. I know that your generation is like sunscreen because you want to just get that, that ultimate tan. But whoa. you got to put it on once in a while. Whoa, whoa. Did you just say your generation? Yeah, he's – come on. He's 19 and I'm 31. Yeah, that's that's a different gener- – that is a different generation. That's 12 years. Okay. Easy. I like your attitude today. You got a little edge. I like it. Let's capitalize on that. <laughs> Edgy. By the way, he's got a short sleeve hoodie. hoodie. Short sleeve hoodie. That's also something that the younger generation is into now. Is it? I sound like an old man right now. This you is this, sure do. this is concerning. You sure I do. I just said Gus's generation doesn't wear sunscreen and wears short sleeve hoodies, and he's twelve years younger than me. I now I know what it feels like to be you and your generation. Always talking about the younger generation. You're gonna get old. I already feel it right now. Yeah, you're doing fine. We have, and we do have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do today. Um, I have it. I have at one point, at some point, soon in the next ten minutes, I'll have a quiz question for you that I'm very interested. A in. A quiz question. Yes, I'm very interested in. Why can't you do it right now then? No, we're not. I, I like it right it'll, now. It'll naturally flow into the conversation. Okay, fine. Okay, just just tango with me. Okay, well. I'll tango with this first. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. I did, this this article never made the rounds. I saw it yesterday on CBS Sports, kind of hidden, and nobody's talked about it yet. And Wait I was, a second, you're going off script. No, here. I'm not. Oh, you're not. no, I'm not at all. Oh, okay. did, did you read the script at all? Yeah. The rundown. I thought you're going off script here on your phone. Go well, ahead. I guess it was twenty four seven sports. I I saw it on CBS Sports. It was linked to twenty four seven sports. Excuse oh, me. Okay. They are the same entity. The same owner. 
24-7 Sports is owned by CBS Sports. Oh, Did you know that? I Now I do. Yeah. Thank you. Gosh, just That's why head. I thought, what, Jeff? Gosh, why are you shaking your head? Because he didn't know that? No, he didn't know. Hey, now listen. I thought That's why I thought you were going to I got off you. I, I read you. All right. Yes, okay, so I saw this yesterday. Okay. And 24-7 Sports was going through the floors and ceilings of Big Ten football programs yesterday. And you got to realize here, we, we, all, we all know this, that Nebraska has not made a bowl game in five seasons. They have not made a bowl game since 2016. We have seen the floor of 3-9, and nine, of 4-8, and eight, of 5-7, and seven, of 6-7 and seven with the Mike Riley in his first year. Um, but CBS, or 24-7 Sports Sip, believes that Nebraska's floor for this upcoming season is six wins. Not five, not four, not three. Six wins is the floor, and I just start right there before I get to the to their um, their ceiling, okay. and say, is it responsible for any publication out there to say Nebraska's floor when they've missed five straight bowl games to be simply making a bowl game? It's curious. I know that sounds negative to me, but I'm just being a realist here. It's curious, and I. Uh... Yeah, so best they 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 twenty four seven sports lays out best case worst case scenarios for everybody. Yep. That's the worst case for Nebraska. <laughs> I, and I just say, well, you you haven't watched the last five seasons. Is that if that's your worst case scenario? I mean, you, you can give some other examples of worst case. It's not like they're kind, particularly kind to some programs here. I mean, they're giving worst case to Northwestern zero and nine in the conference, three and nine overall. <laughs> right. They're giving best case. Scenario at Northwestern seven and five, and they say, they say this, which uh, you can imagine my reaction to this last night as I was reading this. If Pat Fitzgerald (laughs) is able to get seven wins against this schedule, oh boy, he'll deserve some Big Ten Coach of the Year buzz. Oh my god, that that he'll undoubtedly receive. It says, (laughs) yeah, on this show he will. Oh yeah, oh Oh, my boy, King Pat. (laughs) Oh god, help me. No, no. Oh, by the way, you want to do the quiz time right now? Yeah, please do. Then I'll read what it says about Nebraska. Okay, then we'll get to Nebraska. Yep. So worst case scenario for Northwestern's three and nine, zero oh and nine. He said, he said, whoever wrote this article, the twenty four seven sports article. I'll, I'll get the name here. Yeah, please do. Written by Brad Crawford of twenty four seven sports. Yes, Brad, Brad Crawford. Crawford. He writes about Northwestern. The good news: the Wildcats <laughs> have three cupcakes in, in the cupcakes in the non conference, unless Duke is surprisingly good during Mike. Elko's first season. Where'd Mike Elko come from? This is your quiz. Mike Elko is the new Duke head coach. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I did. Did Gosh, you? dang it. Where'd he, I've seen that name before. Mike Elko is the new Duke head coach. Had to look him up yet. All right. Let, uh, can I ask one question before I guess? I've got, because I want to know if it's, if my first initial guess is right. Is, is it in the SEC or not? Because if it's not, I have the right team. Yes. It is SEC? Uh-huh. Crap. For some reason, I was thinking Boston College out of the ACC for Mike Elko. That's not right. All right. Mike Elko goes to Duke. Five. From. Four. Three. Georgia. Not a terrible guess. <laughs> never is if you're going from elite school there. <laughs> Should He's never from be a bad. Texas A&M. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have had that. He was the D.C. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, for Jimbo. Elko has coached under Jimbo, Brian Kelly, and Dave Clawson. So he's come up. He's come up under three good ones. All right, back to All right, Nebraska. Here, here's what yeah, twenty four. Here, here's what, here's what Brad Crawford's twenty four seven Sports says about Nebraska and their best case scenario, and their worst case scenario. I'll do okay. Best case first or yeah, worst? Yeah, do best case. case first. All right, best case scenario from Brad Crawford twenty four seven Sports nine and three overall, seven and two in conference play. It says this: given Scott Frost's well-documented struggles with the Huskers, you're not going to see many prognosticators slotting Nebraska to go 9-3 and three this fall. Can you blame them? But in this optimistic projection, the Iowa showdown in the regular season finale is the difference in an 8-9 and nine win campaign. One of the three losses comes to Oklahoma, by the way. Okay, Worst case scenario, which I expected this to be worse than this, but... They put the worst case at six and six overall, four and five in conference play. With this comment, in a contract year for Frost, with his back against the wall, Nebraska would have to fall off the face of the earth to fail to qualify for a bowl game, considering Nebraska misses Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State from the other side of the conference. Zip, he says they'd have to fall off the face of the planet. Well, to start admit, with the, to miss a bowl game. We'll start with the best case. I, I can't get to 10. I can't. I can get yeah, to 9. That's what he got to 9 also. But, but I looked at it last night, and I just can't get to 10. I mean, 10. And, so 9 makes sense to me. 6 as a worst case. 6 wins as a worst case scenario. Yeah, I mean, I don't get that. I, don't, I, no. I think Nebraska, in a lot of ways, lives off of its name. You know, it built a name over many years. It built a strong brand over many, many years, right? Yes. And I think it still lives off that in a lot of ways. People aren't used to Nebraska winning four and five games. And they it's think. It's not right. Yeah, it, right. It's just not right. But they had a stretch of what, what, 36 straight bowl games? Is that right? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. I mean, something crazy. 30 some. 30, I think it was 36 straight bowl games they made. So they're living on. I think that that lives on in the mind of the Brad Crawfords of the world. How can Nebraska be bad again? How can it happen? Well, we know it can, and we know that, and we know here in this market because we're fixated, we're myopic. We know all the flaws. Now we know there's potential too, and you'd think at some point Frost would get this going. And maybe this is the year. I can't, again, I can't get to 10. Now, if it was, if it were to fall apart and they were, go, and they were to win, if they were to win fewer than six, it would probably mean, um, you know what it would mean? Well, new, new, not new only regime. losing to Oklahoma. No, not only losing to Oklahoma, it would probably mean losing one of the games preceding Northwestern Oklahoma. and Ireland, possibly. Perhaps that, or being upset at home. North Dakota, or or Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. Yeah, if you get out of the gate two and two, that's that's potential disaster because once again, once again, November is loaded. It's loaded. Okay, it's loaded. You know why? You know what I did last night? Way ahead of schedule in my life right now. Oh. Studied the Big Ten West. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Minnesota. Minnesota 
in Lincoln is a toss-up game. I can't deny that. It's a toss-up game. They they have all of those running backs back. You know what their best and worst case scenario was? Yeah. Their their best case was eleven and and two. Right. Because their schedule eleven and one, excuse me. Because their schedule, like Nebraska's, is eminently manageable. No Ohio State or Michigan for right. Minnesota this season. Right. And their non conference is New Mexico State, Western Illinois, and Colorado and Minneapolis. They okay, what do they have? They have Trey Potts back. They have Bryce Williams back. And who do they have back? Mo Ibrahim. They're loaded at running back. They have Chris Ottman Bell back. They have Tanner Morgan back. They lost four offensive linemen, but you know what they did? They went to the portal and got two starters. You know what? They lost three defensive linemen too, but they went to the portal and got two starters probably, two potential starters. They lost Boy, Boy, Boya Mafe. Mm-hmm. Defensive end. Yeah, seven sacks. Um, but, again, they're kind of like Nebraska in that they lost a lot up front on both sides. Now, they fortified in, in the portal. They're really, hey, much like Nebraska, Jake, they're relying on the portal, especially in the interior. But th- those running backs, that gets your attention, right? It does. Well, they've had good running backs the last few years. They, they've been with P.J. Fleck, a good running school, it right? Is. It is. They, they, keep bringing, they keep bringing guys in. Fleck has a veteran roster, okay? A lot of leaders. Yeah, this, this is what 24-7 sports is. Best case is 11-1 and one for Minnesota because – they say, if you're trying to determine a Big Ten sleeper worthy of mention this summer, the Golden Gophers jump off the page. P.J. Flex team is anchored by veteran leadership right. and will not take on Ohio State or Michigan during the regular season. Very manageable schedule in for Minnesota. And there, but, but that game at, at Nebraska on November 5th starts off a – a very difficult November for Nebraska. Once again, a very difficult November for Nebraska. And that game, in looking at Minnesota, feels like a toss-up. Because what, what are we worried about in Nebraska? Run defense? They're, yep. they're going to they're they're try to pound it at Well, yeah, and they have. And they have the good running backs to do it. Now, do they have the offensive line to do it? That's the question. They lost... They lost Bla- that Blaze Andres. They, they lost, and, yeah. And Falele. Blaze Andres, by the way. Miami Dolphins. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? I, he was. I don't think he was drafted. He was an, an undrafted free agent. Is that right? Yeah. The big man, though. Daniel Falele. Yeah. Yes. I think he went to he the Ravens. Okay. I think he went to the Ravens, like in the fourth or fifth round. So they, now like they have some work to do up front. There's no doubt about that. They lost four offensive linemen. Um, but the but the running back thing is the the area that I think they would where they again Bryce Williams back. Do you remember him at all? A little bit. Do you remember Trey Potts? Yeah, yes, I know Trey Potts. Trey I know Potts. Trey Potts. And, and, of course, you know Mo Ibrahim. Yeah, how could you forget him? Because he's arguably, if you were going to select a Big Ten offensive player of the year going into the season, wouldn't Mo well, Ibrahim be high on your list? Don't you remember last year? What their, The first game was against Ohio Best State. Best player on the field in that game. And he got hurt. I mean, he got hurt. Before he got hurt, I mean, they could not stop. Ibrahim. Did, am I crazy? Did he, didn't he look like the best player on the field? And, and Ohio State had Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, C.J. Stroud. Okay, that's a stupid comment because he, he wasn't the best player on the field. But he, okay. But he well, was, I don't know. In early he, was, in game, he was in the same conversation as those yeah. guys for best player on the field. He yeah. was unstoppable. Yeah, he was good. Okay, uh, so but, Nebraska's November, Minnesota at Michigan. Minnesota at home at Michigan. And then the Bugaboos. 
Wisconsin, in Lincoln, and then at Iowa. It, w- it would be wonderful if they just had six wins before November. Yeah. Possible. Mm-hmm. Very possible. Yeah. Uh, challenging. Before we get to Vince, a couple texts coming in. Uh, Michael in Columbia, South Carolina says regarding the article saying the, the ceiling, or sorry, the floor is six and six. He says, and we wonder why our fan base ODs on Kool-Aid in the offseason. Uh, Doc says this, when did we start basing team success off the schedule? Nebraska has had both easy and hard schedules the last six years and has not managed any of them. Yes. 2019 was an easy schedule. Nebraska went 5-7. and seven. They had South Alabama off the bat. They then they, they had a, at Colorado. A, they had a lead against Colorado at halftime, 17-zip, lost that one. You had Indiana on your home field and lost that game. He's 38 to 31. Yep. You had Minnesota was good that year. That was an upstart Minnesota team. You got blasted by on the road. You had Wisconsin, Iowa at home. Yep. Lost. I, I mean, that was a that and, and you were you were a preseason top 25 team. You cuz you had a great finish to the the 2018 season which started so terribly. The Colorado game was the issue, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it kind of it really wrecked. Do you remember that game? I was there. Yes, you, I, I, I I know you my were consciousness there. got better throughout the game, and by the post game interviews, I was perfectly fine. I know you were there, but do you remember the game? <laughs> were you really there, though? You were there physically, but were you there mentally? Is the question. What a fun trip, though, right? It was fun. You know, I'm not. It's joking. unfortunate it wasn't a win. The first half was awesome. Yeah. That game. It was. It was fun. It was fun. I I mean, the game was devastating for Nebraska, but devastating is that too much? Uh, it it was pretty devastating. Yeah, you had just lost them in, in epic fashion the previous year in Lincoln, mm-hmm. where an injury to Adrian Martinez in that game led to Andrew Bunch coming in and couldn't get the job done. You were you were ranked number 25 going into that game at Colorado in 2019. If you win, you're you're shooting up. I mean, right, and, and, and your first half indicated, hey, we are a top 25 Look, team. I mean, 19, right? Was it 19-0? 17-0. 17-0. they come out and jump off sides. Right away, yeah. Right? Well, then, like yeah, they, and then uh, they have the ninety-six yard flea flicker touchdown that hurt. Yeah. So what? Now you had a you were getting to something else here. Uh, well, we got a call to get to. I, oh, Vince. Yeah, Vince. You know what I thought was before that? Hang on, Vince. Right. Hang on, Vince. Hold yeah. on, Vince. I thought this was inter- interesting. How how some teams that aren't very good can you know can rise up and then fall right away. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Did you see Indiana on this? Yes. Indiana, by the way, just had a nine win season two yes. years ago. Yes. Two years ago. Right. Yes. This the the best case scenario they lay out for them. The best case from twenty four seven sports is five and seven. Yes. Sip. That's the best case. The worst case is one and eleven and zero and nine in conference play for a team that just won nine games two years ago. Indiana failed to win a Big Ten game last season. If I mean, come on. If if Allen goes zero and nine, well, he won't be there. And this guy that was wasn't he coach of the year? Yeah, I mean he was a hot he was hot. I mean he was one of the hottest coaches in in America at one point. Understandably so when yeah. he got Indiana to nine wins. It is amazing, isn't it? That they're looking like flash and pan. Yeah, yeah. Failed to win a Big Ten game last year, Indiana. Let's get to Vince. Get a call from Vince in Napa Valley, California. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, fellas. How are you, Vince? What do you got? Well, well, 
it, it's interesting. Every time I see these best and worst case scenarios, mm-hmm. and now in this particular one, where I see nine and three is best case, six and six as uh, as worst case. Well, I can you know I can see nine and <clears throat> I can see nine and three as being the uh, you know being the best case, and I'll lay out the path for that. Now six and six I think is the least likely because. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna go on this hot take that I've been on, and okay. I'm gonna bring bring a little, put a little bit of sriracha sauce in the top. Okay, all right, I like see it. it like this because like we we've talked about it all along. How you know one thing that Nebraska lacks right now is confidence. Well, <clears throat> and I'm gonna quote Bill Parcells: "You can't fake confidence. Confidence is born from demonstrated ability, and this iteration of Nebraska football hasn't demonstrated it. But the path to that is." It, you know, it's again, it starts, you have to have a three-game winning streak within the first four games, and that has to either involve a win over Northwestern or a win over Oklahoma. You know, I mean, honestly, you'd take either one, but uh, the sooner you but taking care of Northwestern right away, you know, that there's a good chance you need it. There's a good chance you win three games right, right out of the chute. And, but I'm with you, Jake, that – the key to getting to that nine win, that eight or nine win level, I think, is having six wins wrapped up yeah. before the before the calendar hits November. I'm there with you 100 percent because I go back to the 2019 season where we cough up the game at Colorado. Mm. <clears throat> I think we were what four and two at the midway point, and then <clears throat> then we lose four straight. Two of those involved very gettable games against. Um, Purdue and Indiana. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Both the next, so the next thing you know, yeah. And yeah, we we managed to beat Maryland, but then the next thing you know, you're going into that Iowa game with all of your eggs in one basket, where you have to. It's either win or you go to a bowl game, or you lose and you go home. The reason I don't see six and six as being on the table is, is because I just can't see Nebraska being in that situation late in November where it's either win a bowl game and go on or lose and go home. Whereas if they can get that sixth win before the month of November, then I think, you know, I think now there's a possibility that you might win one or two of those November games that most people don't think you're going to win. But for that to happen, but for that to happen, (laughs) here's what has to happen. Okay, go. Right out of the chute in November, you go to Ireland. You go there for what reason? You go there to kick their ass from the first play of the game to the last. And that means you go out and you find what's funny. Yeah. yeah All right, Vince. Boy. Thank you. Right. That's my boy. That's my boy from Napa. Nice job, Vince. <laughs> God, I love that. I, I, Vince, if Vince, gather yourself. I never get sick of that. You can do that every time you call. Jake took off his shirt during your segment. I, I knew it was happening. <laughs> Jake took off his pullover during your segment and threw it on the floor. He was, he was getting ready. I did. You just tossed that on the floor, didn't you? Yeah, it's over there. On the floor. You, you took your pullover off and just tossed it on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I'm not going to wear it now. I, I'm, I wore it in here to stay warm, and I'm warm now. Vince said something very – Vince, Vince, thank you for quoting the various Bill coaches. Parcells. Various coaches, Hank Stram, Bill Parcells. Who else does he quote? He quote Deion Sanders one time. Mm, no, no. He um, quotes Lorenzo Neal once Lorenzo in a while. Who's a, a football player? Lorenzo Neal, <laughs> great fullback. But, Lorenzo but, Neal. But he quoted Bill Parcells that you can't fake confidence. That confidence comes from d- 
demonstrated what demonstrated success demonstrated ability i mean it goes it almost goes without saying but for the sake of this conversation as it applies to nebraska they absolutely have to get off to a strong start i think right? yeah i you mean can't, you can't you can't go to dublin and and bumble around with a jake i mean it's northwestern i mean i'm, I'm saying it it's northwestern right now what are they what are they what is Northwestern? Northwestern's not a great program, but they are sneaky. You know that. They're sneaky. They weren't sneaky last year. They, they sucked like last year. They like the junior varsity. And this, they do this thing. And I know you laugh at me, but they do this thing where they're, they're every other year good or bad. They do have Ryan Holinsky back, for better or worse. Um, One more year at the offense, you know. <laughs> they... they I don't know. It doesn't. I read about them last they don't, they don't night. Make they, any don't, sen- they don't make any sense for why they win when no. they do. It, doesn't make, it makes no sense. They just do it. Don't go to Dublin and jack around. You know, another 56. I will, but they can't. Yeah, another 56-7 would be very helpful. That'd be nice. Now, don't come home and, and fumble around with North Dakota. Right, because they play the very next week. They don't get a week off after that. They you, play right away. You know Georgia Southern's not going to be afraid of Nebraska. No, because they have pushed. I mean, they almost beat Minnesota a couple years ago. Yeah. They, they are not scared of anybody. No, they are not. They not and, and, and I know that. I they, know they, that. They've had some halves that they were competing with Alabama. I mean, right. a half. They right. lost. They got blown out. But they were competing for a half. I'm, I'm with Vince. I used to sort of stiff arm this conversation in another life. But as I got older, I realized the psychology of the game is more important. I used to give it credit for. And Vince is entirely right. They need confidence. They, they have to demonstrate. They, they have to put some work out there that gives them confidence. Going into Oklahoma. Going into Oklahoma, which they know, because there's enough guys back, that know they can, they can punch with Oklahoma. And maybe you get out of there with a win. Now you're not scared of them. You almost beat them last right, season. That's what I'm saying. If you get out of there four and zero, then now now you're looking at that possibility of a nine winner. I still can't get to ten, but a nine win season. Vince, great call. Thank uh, you for the quote from Bill Parsons. The one that I think is the most interesting before we get to break on this best case and worst case. The one that has the biggest gap here. Yes, Iowa because Iowa plays this year Michigan and Ohio State, both of them. This says their best case scenario is ten and two, with the two losses to those schools, and that's it. Worst case, five and seven. So Nebraska is nine and three best case. Worst case, six and six. Iowa, ten and two best case. Worst case, five and seven. How bad seven. was their Quite offense the last year? There. How bad was their offense last Wasn't year? Wasn't very good. Okay, they have Petrus back. Now they have Padilla back. Alex Padilla. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Now they got uh, Tyler Goodson's gone. The in the interior of their offensive line is gone. But they're like Wisconsin; they just they just regroup. They mm-hmm. find it. They're going to play a converted defensive lineman at center. It'd probably be excellent because that's what yeah, they do. Because Linderbaum was a converted. he was incredible. Yeah, Linder- he was. Oh, he was a converted guy yeah, too. Linder- well. Linderbaum was a converted defensive lineman. They the, the, both guards are gone. They have to. They have to. They have to replace the interior of their offensive line. I don't, I don't think anybody's ever been concerned about the Iowa offensive line. It's but, like Wisconsin. Both those schools, even when they lose a lot of players, they just regroup. But you're concerned about the quarterback situation. I, yeah. I mean, I was reading an article last night about Iowa that described Alex Padilla as the sexy candidate. What the hell is that? He didn't, he, sexy candidate? Yeah, he's not a flashy guy. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah, he's not, he's not a flash. There's nothing oh, flashy. Oh, he's more flashy than Petrus is. I suppose. 
But, I mean, this is not Michael Vick you're bringing in after Petrus, okay? No. (laughs) Come on. And I don't know. Their defense, I'd have to look more closely at Iowa's defense to see what they have back. They'll probably, you know, sound, I'm sure. Um, They'll be strong on special teams. But, hey, let's face it, Jake, the West is, is manageable. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. The West is manageable. the The name that that elicits fear, if it should elicit fear, if you're a Nebraska fan, there's. Oh, let's just see if you can do this. Let's see if you can do this. Okay. A name in the Big Ten West that, when you see it, elicits fear. If you're a Nebraska fan, is whom? Like every year or this no, year? No, this year. A name, well, I, I, not a team. A Wisconsin. Name. No, a a name, a player. Oh, you didn't say that. A player. Braylon Allen. Yes, thank you. Braylon Allen. That's why I said Wisconsin was yeah. because of him. Braylon Allen. They have Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen was a bear last year for Nebraska. A bear. And he, he averaged will ten be yards a carry. <laughs> I was. Right? I saw it. I was there. You were there. I was there. And you were there. And you were there. I was there. Really there. I was there, there. <laughs> Boy, was that an interesting trip? It it was hey, that was fun. I loved it. It I was loved fun. Madison. It was fun, but it was it was illuminating because of the lack of pregame scene, right? Yes. Illuminating. Yeah. I mean the the, Deer the, season. the the student section was empty. Pretty yeah. empty. Yeah, everybody kept saying, Sip, it's not going to be a big crowd because it's rifle deer season. Yeah, I had to give the excuse beforehand. First day of rifle deer yeah, season. It was, it was not very busy there. No. The, those tents. I, I told you, I didn't have tickets. I was driving up Friday to get to go to the game. I, I didn't have tickets yet. I bought tickets that were like, I don't know, 30 yard, thirty rows up midfield yeah. for $20 a piece. Isn't I said, uh, I got three of them. like, with seat backs. It was perfect. Gus, if you're ever going to go to a Wisconsin game, if you ever have the notion, go find out when the first Saturday of rifle deer season is and go. There's nobody around the stadium. It's a, It was amazing. It was nothing like Nebraska. The, you know, they have those tents out there, the pregame tents set up for alumni gatherings and whatnot. I, I was looking at them. I'm like, where is everybody? There's no. Where's everybody in the tent? You don't even need that tent. It was, it yeah, was, it, I I liked it that way. It was more fun for me. I had yeah. more. I didn't have to wait in line as long for places. No. Um, last thing here before we move on. Uh, wouldn't it be nice to be to have this Michigan and Ohio State? Michigan's best case scenario is eleven and one. Their worst case, their worst case is Nebraska's best case at nine and three. Is that right? That's Michigan. Ohio- See, I did not study the Big Ten East last Ohio time. State's best case is 12-0, yeah. understandably so, yeah. and their worst case is also 9-3. and Yeah. Their worst case is Nebraska's o- best case. Ohio State opens with Notre Dame. Yeah, it won't be a problem for them. Is that right? Am yeah. I right about that? Yeah. Check yep. that out. Yep. Yep. Ohio Notre State Dame in the opener. opens with Notre Dame. And they play Wisconsin this year. Boy, that's a good game, first game, though, out of the gate. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Yeah, don't worry about that. The, the, the Buckeyes will be fine. I don't I don't buy Notre Dame. Still, I just I just haven't bought them. New head coach, Marcus Freeman, takes over for Brian Kelly. He's done on the Bayou, LSU. I'm curious about that. What do we got next here, Spark? 
We'll see where we tangle to. I've got some ideas. Next, an early break Wait in the ticket. Wait a second. I <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, go ahead.